Alright everybody, what's going on? It's Casey back with another VIP horror podcast. Not really been releasing too many episodes like I, I you know, was going to be doing, like weekly episodes. I decided that's just too many pumped back to back. I will be releasing weekly episodes like when a movie comes out. Like obviously this episode is going to be covering Child's Play 2019 Remake. I will be releasing another episode with Annabelle Comes Home next week. Got two murderous doll movies coming out week to week. Or week by week. Or week after each other. Where the fuck you want to say with it? So anyways, I am going to cover and give a review on the Child's Play remake. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you, this does contain spoilers. But... For the people that don't want to hear spoilers, I advise you not to listen to this episode. So, if you don't want to hear spoilers, I'm going to give you a short-term version of it. If you're wondering if the movie is worth seeing, yes it is. Is it better than the original? No, it's not. So, there's the non-spoiler one. So, now here comes the spoilers in the movie. So, if you don't want to hear no spoilers... I suggest you not listen to this podcast right now until you go see the movie. (coughs) So, here we go. We're going to start talking about the 2019 remake of Child's Play. How they turned a 1988 version of Child's Play into a 2019 version with a modern day twist. And what I mean by modern day twist... The original one came out in 1988. That was 31 years ago. It's 2019. <clears throat> a lot has changed in 31 years. Especially as far as technology goes. Technology is forever advancing every day. I swear it feels like technology is advancing every five minutes. You could buy a fucking TV right now that's brand new that came out today. And then by next Friday another TV will come out that will pretty much make your TV obsolete. Because that's how far technology is advancing. So, in the 1988 version, Chucky was a doll. He could not connect to Wi-Fi. Could not connect to TVs. They didn't have smart TVs back then. They didn't have smartphones. They didn't have, you know, computers really back then. They didn't have Wi-Fi back then. So, there was nothing that Chucky could connect to back in 1988. Chucky was just a doll. And was doing bad stuff and bad things were happening around Andy and Andy was saying that Chucky done it. So of course the mother says Chucky's not real. Chucky's just a doll. Well in the 2019 version we have smartphones, we have smart TVs, we have laptops, we have all this shit that we didn't have 31 years ago. And we have Wi-Fi meaning we can digitally connect or wirelessly connect to the internet and connect to other devices by syncing to them like a Bluetooth. <clears throat> Chucky in the 2019 version can actually do that. He can connect to other devices, which is kind of a cool modern day spin on it because it's kind of like it makes Chucky have more power if you think about it. So it kind of adds a little scary element to it, but at the same time, I feel like it takes away a little bit of a scary element, as in the fact. Chucky's already alive in the 2019 version. They even say in the commercials that your buddy doll, which I think is stupid that they took out 
calling it the good guy doll. They call it the buddy guy or the buddy doll, whatever it is. So it's no longer known as a good guy. It is now long, now known as buddy, <clears throat> which I think, in my opinion, is stupid. I don't like that aspect of it as in it. They should have kept it as far as that goes as the good guy doll. So, uh, the thing that I also said, like I said, it takes away the element of the 1988 version of, you know, Andy saying that the doll <clears throat> is real and telling him to do that. It takes away that fear in the 2019 version because he's already alive. He's moving. It's kind of like he's like a robot. He kind of connects to other devices. It's like the Terminator. I feel like it's still... You know, kind of took elements out of the Terminator, especially Terminator 3, Rise Against the Machine, where the TX could connect to other machines and control other machines. <coughs> I feel like, sort of, in this one, that's kind of how Chucky is. He's almost like a, 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 a doll version of the TX. So, <coughs> I don't know. It's give or take if you like that or if you think that's cool. I see the good and bad on that. So, I don't know. It's whatever you think on that one. Uh, also, I do not like how they came up with Chucky's name in this. Uh, Andy was trying to name him and connect him to the other devices there. And first off, how they got the Chucky doll. Uh, his mother works at a retail store, which is kind of, you know, close to the original version. <clears throat> she works at a retail store. Somebody wants to return their buddy doll because it's lighting up red. It's, it just doesn't work, supposedly. So, she brings it. She ends up trying to keep the doll and brings it home to Andy. That's how Chucky gets introduced to Andy Barkley. <clears throat> there is no Charles Lee Ray in this, which I think... I don't know. I didn't like that. Because, you know, in the original, it's always been Charles Lee Ray. There is no Charles Lee Ray in this. It is just straight Chucky. It is not about the killer that possessed the doll in the original. Chucky is just a straight robot manufactured from the factory. Just had no safety protocols. Because in the very beginning of the part of the movie, Asian was sitting there trying to <clears throat> bring it to life. I don't know what part of the country there was. Guy comes over there, smacks him. <clears throat> Tell him he needs to get his work done. Piss the guy off. So he ended up removing all the safety protocols from the doll. So that's how Chucky kind of got evil. He didn't go through the safety regulations that he should have went through. That the other buddy dolls went through. <clears throat> and that just so happens to be the doll that Andy Barkley got. Um, also something else about this. Uh, Andy... Uh, had a hearing aid in this. Um, and which you'll, you know, come to find out later on, Chucky can connect to it and talk to Andy in his earpiece. So, which, I, you know, I guess that's kind of cool. I think they could have done without it. I don't know. That's That's one of those things. You be the judge on if you like it or not. Okay. So, I don't like how they got the Chucky name, but I gotta say this part. There was movie history made in this child's play. And and not a lot of people are going to know this because it's kind of an Easter egg, but it's not really an Easter egg because it's kind of presented to you right there in front of your face. But when you really think about it, you're like, holy shit, that's very true. And I'm going to point it out. 
for the first time, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise makes a cameo in Child's Play, in a Chucky movie. But he's not there in physical form. And what I mean by he's not there in physical form, that's kind of how Chucky started becoming also evil. He originally became evil because Andy's cat was mean, clawed him. Andy said he wished to get rid of the cat. Andy goes into the bathroom to clean up the blood from his hand. Chucky is trying to kill the cat and choke the cat. So you slowly start to see a little bit of a mean side of Chucky from that. <clears throat> Anyways, Andy ends up making some friends, which never really happened in the original one. Uh, Andy was kind of a loner, which that's why he clinged to Chucky. He didn't really cling to Chucky that much on this one, uh, which to me, I didn't really like that because that's the whole point of friends till the end because <clears throat> in the original, <clears throat> Andy cling, clinged to Chucky. In this one, he don't really cling to Chucky too much. He's more not trying to be friends with Chucky. He's more embarrassed because he told his mom it was for kids. So, it didn't have that whole best friends to the end element to it, in my opinion. But anyways, Andy ends up making some friends, okay? Get back on the subject about the Leatherface. <clears throat> they end up watching a scary movie. And the scary movie that they're watching in the background... Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 from 1986. Okay. Chucky, watching Leatherface, kill people, put on their face, you know, aka Leatherface. Chucky, watching all that, <clears throat> picks up a knife and tries to reenact what Leatherface was doing. And it freaked out Andy and his friends. And he told them not to do that. You know, Chuck, you can't be mean. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. But the cool part was about that is you've seen Chucky seeing Leatherface, and Leatherface was actually in a Child's Play movie. So that was a pretty cool horror moment for people that are original horror fans of the horror icons, whether that be Leatherface, Chucky, Jason, Freddy, Michael, whatever you want to call it. It was pretty cool to see Leatherface in a Chucky movie. And it was pretty cool to see Chucky see Leatherface. That was a really cool moment. Not a lot of people will see that or even think about that. And not a lot of people that was in the theater even thought about that. So I like that. I caught that. And that I can bring that to people's attention that did not catch it. So anyways. As the movie goes on. <clears throat> the movie. Um, it has. <clears throat> it has a little bit of comedy in it. And I really don't know how I feel about that. I I like that they had kind of the original theme song in this child's play. Uh, it had the, the, the theme song in it. It was really creepy. But the problem is with the movie, it never stayed on track with what type of vibe it was trying to put out. <clears throat> the original child's play was very, very dark. There was no humor. There was no joking about it. It was very, very dark. This one, not so much. It had some dark elements, but then it threw in comedy in it. So, 
a lot of the times it was hard to take the movie serious. And as, as I said in previous episodes before, I'm not a fan of putting comedy in horror movies. To me, you kill the vibe of the movie if you put a little bit of comedy in it. Even if it's just a small amount. You take the seriousness away from horror and put comedy in it. You know, the Evil Dead remake, it had no comedy in it. You know, none of the Conjuring movies have comedy in it. None of the Insidious movies have comedy in it. You don't need to put comedy in a movie because to me, <clears throat> it really kills the vibe of the movie. So, they had a lot of comedy in it. Ranging from the kids killing... Okay, I'm not going to get into that part. Ranging from Detective Mike down the hall, which Detective Mike was a pretty cool guy. I liked him, but they started teaching Chucky to say other words like dick cheese and narc and all this and that. and They got him to stab a unicorn, like a stuffed animal unicorn, and say that it was for Tupac. Um, it just had like a lot of comedy in it that, to me, could have been taken out. Because it was hard, really hard to take that part of the movie serious, as in the original, as I said, it was darker. No comedic tone to it. You took it serious. And it was very scary. <clears throat> so, uh, moving on from that, uh, towards the end of the movie, Chucky starts controlling other devices when they start launching Buddy 2, the Buddy 2 dolls, where they're coming out in different varieties, meaning they don't all look like Chucky. I didn't like that part of it neither. That's what made Chucky unique. You know what I mean? Uh, they're they're kind of killing the image of the good guy dolls, or calling them the buddy dolls or whatever, having so many different ones. I mean, they even had a buddy doll that looked like a bear that Chucky could possess and control. Um, so I guess, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of that. Maybe some of you other people might be a fan of it, but I thought personally... When it comes to Chucky movies, what made Chucky scary was he's an entity. He's one. This one, he could, could be many shapes and forms. He could connect to different devices and kill you that way. So, <clears throat> I think that took the, that part out of it. As far as being scared of just one entity, you had several entities that Chucky could control. I didn't really like that part of it. Also, uh, towards the end, when they're having a big fight scene, death scene, with Chucky at the launch of all the buddy dolls and making every, all the buddy dolls, locking them into this toy store and killing them all. All the kids, and, well, not the kids, but Andy Barkley's friends try to save him from connecting. Like, you could connect your smartphone to Chucky and see what he's doing and where he's walking. So... One of his friends connected Chucky and finally put two and two together that Chucky was trying to kill Andy. And before I get back into that, Chucky tried, Chucky killed uh, his mom's boyfriend who was also buried. <clears throat> he killed the janitor and he killed Detective Mike's mom. Um, and how he killed them was pretty gruesome, was pretty creative. Now we'll say as far as the remake goes, uh, the kills are pretty brutal in this, and they are pretty creative, um, but at the same time, and not so much as killing the mom's boyfriend and killing the janitor, 
But as far as killing Detective Mike's mom, it was a little bit too much comedy. Uh, I felt like they could have done without that. As far as scare factor goes, it had a bunch of jump scares, but it still don't compare to the original. Um, but as I was saying, towards the end of the fight, where <clears throat> Chucky pretty much uh, ended up controlling and connecting to all the other buddy dolls, and they all went on a murderous spree, <clears throat> all the kids started killing the dolls, and they, it was kind of like they were saving the day. You know what I mean? And at the same time, they were making jokes while she was doing it, or while they were doing it. So I felt like it really took uh, a serious tone out of that. It was hard to take the final death scenes or the final fight with Chucky, whatever. It was hard to take it serious. Uh, I felt often some parts of it was really corny. Like, really? You could have done without that. You could have done without that. You could have done this be better. You could, you know what I mean? I, I just... I just think there were certain things that they really screwed up on. But, as far as Mark Hamill goes, <clears throat> doing the voice of Chucky, he done a great job. I thought he done really good. He's no Brad Dorf, but if you had anybody close enough to do the voice of Chucky and perfect it, Mark Hamill was that guy. I felt like, you know, there's two different Chuckies. You got the Brad Dorf Chucky, and you got the Mark Hamill Chucky. Me, personally, <coughs> I prefer Brad Dorf. You can't go wrong, and I've said it in my previous episodes, with Brad Dorf's Chucky. You know, I'll teach you to fuck with me, you stupid bitch. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that Chucky. You didn't have that signature laugh. With Mark Hamill's Chucky. And that's not a knock at Mark Hamill's Chucky. He brought a new version of Chucky and brought him to life in his own form. And created him in his own shape. So Mark Hamill did do good as Chucky. So as far as that goes, Mark Hamill really brought Chucky alive in this remake. But I still prefer Brad Dorf's Chucky. Brad Dorf's Chucky, I felt, was more sinister more evil and the fact that <clears throat> as I said earlier in this episode is that there's no Charles Lee Ray in the 2019 version of Child's Play Charles Lee Ray is non-existent Chucky is just straight robot so there's no hide the soul Chucky trying to possess his soul into Andy Charles Lee Ray trying to possess his soul into Andy. There's none of that possession stuff in this one. And to me, I felt like that kind of hurt the movie, but at the same time, it's kind of a cool modern-day spin. There were certain stuff I liked about it that I thought was really cool in the 2019 version, but if I had to pick, I have to stick with the original. I thought the original was more scary. But, you know, I'm really surprised that they put comedy into this because the simple fact that you know when they started making the original Chucky <clears throat> comedy you know Child's Play 1, 2, and 3 the originals was pretty dark and then it got kind of a comedic side on Bride of Chucky and then when it came to Seed of Chucky it pretty much turned full comedy 
And from the fans' backlash, <clears throat> that was obviously not the way to go. And I get it that Seed of Chucky came out 15 years ago. Times have changed in 15 years. But still, if that was any indication not to put comedy in horror movies or in Chucky movies, take Seed of Chucky as an example. So for them to put a little bit of comedy in the 2019 version, which is not made by the original creator, I still think they should have learned from that version of Chucky not to add comedy. What works is a serious tone. What is scary is a serious tone. So they should have kept it true to the original as far as that goes. So, <clears throat> I will say, I know I'm saying a lot of negatives about the remake of Child's Play. But I did enjoy it. I'm not saying that I didn't like it. I did like the movie. I thought the movie was pretty good for what it was. Granted, I came in not having high expectations. When I went and saw the Friday 13th remake, I had high expectations. Was I disappointed? No, I liked it. Um, as far as Nightmare on Elm Street, 2010 version with Freddy Krueger, I had high expectations for that. Did I like it? Yes. Was it better than original? No. Okay? The Halloween remake, to Rob Zombie's remake to the original Halloween, I had high expectations. Did it disappoint? No. But did I like it better than original? No. So, when it came to this one, for some odd reason, there was just something about this, just judging by the previews and everything, I wasn't expecting a lot out of this movie. I wasn't expecting it to be that great. I was expecting it to be stupid, if you want my honest opinion. Um, so, I went into the movie not expecting a lot, and I came out actually kind of impressed. Um, it was actually a pretty good movie. For what it is. I think. If they wouldn't have called it Child's Play. And they wouldn't have called it Chucky. And kind of made their own. And not stealing something that was already created. I think they could have had a. Good hit with this movie. I think they could have. Really started another horror icon. With this. So I think in my opinion. They should have never used the whole Chucky idea. And just used a different whole character all around. It could be similar to Chucky, but not Chucky. And as far as the doll's characteristic goes, I like the original better. This one, it was just too CGI and just, I don't know. I thought the concept and how the doll looked, I, not, I don't know. I don't know if I like it. i just saying I personally prefer the original better. But back on track with the movie itself, it was it was worth seeing. I mean, if I had to rate it <clears throat> one out of ten from a child's play remake, I'd have to give it a seven because me personally, I prefer the original, but not as a child's play remake. Being its own movie, just going to see it, not knowing anything about Child's Play, not knowing it's a remake, I'd still give it a 7. It's got a strong 7. Because <clears throat> like I said, I wasn't expecting much out of this movie, so I went in and I actually liked it. But comparing the two, I'll stick with the original. So, 
When you people go out there, you be the judge of which one you prefer, whether you like the original or you like the 2019 version. Let me hear your feedback. Let me t Tell me what you think about it. You can find me on Instagram at KCVIP. You can find me on Twitter at VIP Dark Angel. See the name? Dark. That's how I like my scary movies. Dark. <laughs> so anyways, check out the new Child's Play. It's worth seeing. Uh, don't go in there having high expectations. Don't go in there thinking it's going to blow the original out of the water. Don't go in there thinking that because you will be disappointed. Go in there with an open mind, not thinking it's going to amount to shit and that it ain't going to be shit. And that it's probably not going to be as good as the original. And when you go and actually watch it, you might actually like it. So anyways, that's going to close this episode of the VIP Horror Podcast. And I will be back next week with a review on Annabelle Comes Home. I'll see y'all then. Rock on.